A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. So it's the end of the year. Happy Hanukkah, everyone, and happy holidays, regardless of what you're celebrating. And we have done two full months of Should I Quit episodes. We're planning on continuing because I'm having a lot of fun. But our wonderful producer, Ariana Nettleman, asked me recently if I had a gut feeling on how many people I have actually told to quit on our podcast, Should I Quit?, And so we thought as we wrap up the calendar year, we would have a conversation about whether or not I'm actually telling people that they should quit and why and why not. I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and this is Should I Quit? Hello, producer Ariana Nettleman. Hi, Vanessa. So we're wrapping up the year with this show. We're taking two weeks off after this week for the holidays. And we've done about seven episodes so far of this new season of Should I Quit? And I have some good news for you and some, like, curious news for you. (laughs) Okay. Good news. My mom loves Should I Quit? Ah, uh, Libby. I live for her approval. I know. she. It's not a given. She doesn't love everything we make. Nope. But sure so doesn't. far, high marks. <laughs> that, is, that is excellent news. I am so glad. Hi, Libby. Okay. The curious news. When we conceived of the show, when we made like the first episode, thought about what it was going to be, we had this whole idea that it was going to be like you telling people to quit. You were like, I'm such a quitting advocate. I'm so excited. I finally get to tell people my actual opinion and I'm going to get in there and make everyone quit everything. Yes. I brought you this clip from our very first episode. It's not just that I think misery is bad. 
which I do. I actively think that quitting is good. Quitting is a sign that you tried something. It is an acknowledgement that we are fallible. We overcommit. We make mistakes. We or the people we love get sick. We change. Quitting is also, to be honest, an acknowledgement of our mortality. We have to quit things because we can't do it all because we are going to die one day. Remember that, Vanessa? I agree with everything I said. I'm so wise. Yeah. So the weird thing is, I don't think you've told anybody to quit so far on our podcast. Oh, I disagree. There's been no hard quitting. Okay. I can do the lineup with you. We had Eleanor on who was going to perhaps change her last name. You were like, don't do it. We had May on who was going to leave Texas. You were like, give it some time. We had an anonymous listener on who was, I do think you encouraged that anonymous listener. To quit her dad. Yeah. Casper was like, should I quit YouTube videos? No, that's not your real problem, Casper. <laughs> what, what's going on? <laughs> I, I don't mean to get all semantic with you, but I think that I'm telling them to quit something else. I encouraged Eleanor not to quit her last name, but to quit Mrs. and to start like leaning into doctor. And I, May is going to keep quitting Texas in her back pocket. And what I feel like May and I talked about was like quitting some catastrophizing sometimes. And Casper, I think he should quit working so hard. I just think that people are both smarter and dumber than I thought. Got it. So, like, in the first version of the show where there was always a real question underneath the question, you think in this version of the show, there's always something that people really need to quit, which is not the thing that they told you they wanted to quit. Yeah, I just think everyone's coming on and lying to me. Cass was like, my problem is YouTube. (laughs) And I'm like, your problem is not YouTube. (laughs) Your problem is that you're stressed and you need to take a break. If I were to say that There is one thing that I'm telling people to quit over and over again. It's quit being so hard on yourself. I've heard you say that several times so far in the podcast. I agree with you. On the surface, I have not done the thing that I hoped I would do, which is like chant. Quit, 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 quit. Like because people are thoughtful and smart and are coming on the show with nuanced problems. But I do think what I've learned even just in seven episodes, is how hard people are on themselves. Yeah, I mean, I've heard you say, I think maybe on our last episode, like, I think what you need to quit is the shame that you feel about decorating your house. You know, I think I think a lot of people are really concerned with wanting to, like, live their lives in the best, most ethical, most perfect way and, like, so far, part of what you've been doing on the show is giving people a little bit of space around that. Yeah. Like there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So, right, like there's no ethical life under this world. And I feel like part of what I'm trying to do is pick that apart a little bit, sort of unspool the threads of people's lives of like, okay, it's YouTube. Yes. But it's also an algorithm. But it's also exhaustion, but it's also that you were able to move 5,000 miles away in a way that you wouldn't have been able to 100 years ago. 
even though these questions have been so specific and you've been so brilliant about picking questions that are specific, it's interesting how complicated it is. One of the other fundamental ideas in the conception, the first episode of our show, was like this idea of like American stick intuitiveness of grit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you came in really wanting to like dispel that idea or at least point to it when you saw it happening and question it. And I'm wondering if you feel like people have come in with that as much as you thought they would. More than grit, I think what I've noticed is this like purity mindset that Mm. Eleanor wanted a name that was pure for her, the new phase in her life that May wants to stay in Texas, but she wants Texas to be this other thing that Casper wants to watch YouTube, but five minutes and then close the computer, right? Hannah wants to call her parents, but only when it serves her parents and only if she can make their lives better because of it. And these are such reasonable things to want. Like, I want Texas to be perfect for May. And I want Eleanor to have a name that feels like her own and doesn't feel like either her father's or her husband's. And this thing that you've pointed out that I say a lot is like, I'm sorry that the world isn't rising up to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. The YouTube algorithm is set up to suck you in. And like, as a woman, you either have your father's or your husband's name, you know, it's, and also giving permission to be a little bit selfish. Like, it's okay to call your parents, even if you just want to talk to them. How do you think about managing what feels like inherent to our work, which is like the desire to want to live better in the world with more intention, trying to live meaningfully, to to do right by your community with living with grace and like not holding ourselves to these suffocating standards to like letting ourselves be a little selfish. Like, how do you think about that balance? Yeah. I don't know how to talk about this without getting a little bit theological, but It has to be at least a little bit about love, right? That we love others as we love ourselves, you know, and Augustine would bring in God language. But I think what I want for Hannah is for her to love herself as much as she loves her mom and to like know that it's okay to call her mom to be a little selfish because she would want her mom to do that for her and also Mm -hmm. to think about you know, having intention when she calls her mom, right? Like to really aspire to this idea of whatever we believe God's love would be to that quote unquote perfect kind of love and try to live into it, but also try to live into it for ourselves. And I think that that's the job of theology is to figure out what that love looks like, right? What does God's love look like when we're staring at YouTube? And to what extent are we saying, this is Sabbath, this is rest, this is rejuvenation, or is it sloth or gluttony? And just trying to figure that out and knowing that we're going to err on one side or the other and that that's when self-compassion should kick in. Yeah. I've been hearing you talk about intention a lot in this season, and I feel like it's been coming up across our podcast. I know on Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, you've been talking a lot about pausing, right? About that moment of reflection of like really thinking about what your next move might be. Yeah, what I think I'm hearing from you is this really interesting, like, can you be intentional without judging yourself for the intentions 
that serve you that that right. um that aren't entirely all about kindness or serving the world or about all of these high ideals that we're trying to cultivate. And while acknowledging that like we live in a broken world and so all solutions are going to be a little bit broken. Right. So there's just like no pure way to do anything and that that's frustrating. But yeah, I, I think like that's another thing that I'm walking away with is like how little self-compassion people allow themselves. Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about a lot also is like we talk about some of the gifts of traditional religious life and how to mimic those gifts in the work that we do without being traditionally religious. And like I've been thinking a lot about kind of the deistic idea of God's love making you worthy because God loves you. Yeah. And as a person who doesn't believe in God, but who does deeply believe that every person has inherent worth and worthiness and deserves love, like how to convince people of that outside of a deistic framework? Because right. I just feel like I know so many people who really struggle to believe that. Yeah. And I, I don't know how to convince them. I was just talking to friend of the podcast, Rebecca Ledley, this morning. And Rebecca is this really brilliant chaplain. And we were talking about chaplaincy as a form of mutual witnessing in the framework of sort of secular God's love. Mm. You know, because the chaplain is essentially saying, I am a gift. My attention is a gift. And I am enough by offering that gift. And what the person who is coming for chaplaincy support is saying is, I am worthy of your attention. Yeah. Right? Like there's this mutual witnessing that I think is part of God's love that two people can come together and say like, I am worthy of your attention for an hour. And someone saying my attention for an hour is a gift. So even though I don't think we're telling people to quit (laughs) and I, you know, and we'll figure out what that means. I hope that it is this act of mutual love and compassion, right? Because I'm disappointing people. They're coming on the show and they're hoping I'm going to tell them either quit or don't quit. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's more complicated. Quit your <laughs> shame. Yeah. And they were like, Vanessa, you were supposed to have the answer. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, sorry. But they have compassion and grace for me. And then I hope that what I'm saying to them is like, this is a really hard problem and it wasn't black and white because you're smart and thoughtful and this problem is worth an hour of my attention and probably more. And so I don't know, even though we haven't figured out how to tell people to quit yet, (laughs) I would still like to think it's this like act of mutual compassion that we're modeling. Yeah. I mean, I think at the bare minimum, sitting with someone And also the idea of a community of listeners, everyone who is saying, yeah, this is hard. Yeah. What you're dealing with sucks and there's no good answer and you're doing your best. Like, I think that is really a lot of what so many of us are hoping to receive in our very complicated, messy, broken lives. I think that the other thing, Ariana, that you're making me realize that we've essentially said to these seven people is you should rest or you are worthy of rest. 
Like, stop obsessing about Texas for a little while. Rest enough so that YouTube is a joy, right? Like, Shannon, you deserve to be able to afford to hire someone. And so even if it's not quit, it is this, like, you are allowed to just sit and be a human being and have that be enough. Yeah, I think which ties back to that idea of our inherent worthiness, but I also think ties back to the whole concept of quitting, right? The the idea that we have finite time and finite resources and we're all trying to do a lot and like acknowledging that sometimes what we need to be doing is not everything all at once, that what we need is is the pause or the rest or yeah. sometimes quitting. I mean, I am excited to tell certain people to quit. Where are the people coming on asking me whether or not they should break up with someone? We haven't gotten anybody submitting that question. Because I'm going to tell everyone that they can do better. <laughs> you think you are, but then they're going to tell you about the nuance, the details no, of their lives. No, you can do better. Everyone can do better. Peter and I like to joke that we could both do better and that we've just settled for one another. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me, Vanessa. Thank you, Ariana. Do you think that it's possible that I haven't told anyone to quit because you're bad at selecting questions? Yeah, that's possible. So maybe you should quit your job. Don't quit your Whoa. job. <laughs> Don't quit your job. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. I love you. Never leave me. Well, everyone, we're taking two weeks off. For the holiday break, we will be back January 9th with our next episode where Vanessa may or may not tell somebody to quit something. <laughs> Probably not. And we hope you have a restful end of your year. You've been listening to Should I Quit, our latest season of The Real Question. 99.999% of our show is funded through our generous, generous patrons on Patreon. Thank you so much to those of you who have been supporting us financially throughout this transition to the new season. My mom is so appreciative, as am I. And if you are someone who loves the show, we really would appreciate your support. Another way that you can champion us is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It helps other people find the show or just casually mention it at your Christmas party, you know? You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at RealQuestionPod and Twitter at TheRealQPod. I am always listening to submissions. You can submit through our website at realquestionpod.com. We love to shout out our BFF tier patrons, Molly Real, Laura Lorber, Kristen Hall, Mary Margaret, Becky Boo, Jenny Cruz, Amanda Schramm, Effie Hugh, Stephanie Fetterwish, Biddy, and Ari. We are a Not Sorry production. Our music is by the wonderful Nick Bull, and we are distributed by Acast. Thanks, as always, to our wonderful team, Julia Argy, Nikki Zoltan, Laura Glass, AJ Aramas, Hannah Rehack, Margaret H. Wilson, Courtney Brown, Casper Trakyle, and Stephanie Paulsell, and we will talk to you next year. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.